Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Yo, what's poppin'? Hey, John, we got 20 minutes before I have a coaching call with a producing branch manager, so we're going to crank out the fastest episode ever. Don't say that, because we'll be here for hours. Nope, we're going to jump right into it. Here's the deal, folks. John and I just got back from Philadelphia, PA. Let me just stop you right there. Any day you wake up on planet Earth and you're not in a city called Philadelphia, it's a great, great day. You know, that was the overall consensus. And, hey, our fans in Philly, I'm sorry to I'm uh, not, share this I'm with not, you. Philly the is. general consensus of the attendees of this year's NBA annual conference Shit. is please never again in Philly. Never again. Yes, it just wasn't the most clean or welcoming. Uh, what the hell? And maybe it was just that area of, of the city up by so. the convention I, center. I don't think so. My family and I had a decent time in Philly this summer. Now, we stayed down by the Liberty Bell and, and some of the historic sites of the American Revolution. And maybe that's just a different vibe and a different feel, just you know, half a mile to three-quarters of a mile away. Could but be. I'm with you, John. I'm looking forward to Denver, Colorado next year. Ooh, yeah. mile high. Yes. I'll all get, I'll, I'll all John early heard was high. I'll like, I'm going to get in a week early for that one. He's like, I will be there. Yeah, so we'll be in Denver next year. No, um, so today's episode, just point blank, going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about mortgage forecasts coming out, out of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say the meeting, the NBA annual. Like This yeah. is the biggest meeting of mortgage professionals, 3,500. This is C-suites down to like VPs. Um, some sales reps are there as well, yeah. but every vendor is there. Uh, we talked about a little bit of with Ken Perry. The cool thing about us being there is our previous episodes. Yeah. We went back to back to back with guests because that's an event that you and I can go to and we can get people like Bill Kilmer with the NBA. We can hook up with our buddy Ken Perry over at Knowledge Coop. Shout out and to Ken Perry. Yeah, shout out to Ken. Like, thank you, Bill, for taking thank the you. time. Awesome. Like, like Bill's one of my favorite people to follow in our industry, and to get 30 minutes with him was was huge. And you know, we have a great partnership with Adium, and I I love Spencer's story. Yeah. So I wanted to get on. I didn't want to talk about CRMs, although they're a CRM company. I want to talk about just being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Being being someone who just relentlessly pursues his dreams and passions. And I think it was really cool to to get a chance to get one on one with Spencer and let him share his story. So that's really fun. But what we didn't dive really deep into is, okay, what did we learn while we were there? Mm-hmm. Today's episode is going to be what we learned while we were there. But before we do, a couple shout-outs and a couple promotions of some events coming up that yeah, people need to know yeah, about. Yeah. All right, so, hey, shout-out to the entire state of Oklahoma. Ooh. Wifey and I just went up to Oklahoma City where we got to hang out in Bricktown. We got to Uber into Norman. We went to watch our UCF Knights take on the Sooners of Oklahoma. It was a fantastic game. Unfortunately, our team ended up on the, on the uh, we didn't score enough points into the game, but it was a solid game. We had the lead for, for much of the game. It came down to a two-point conversion to force overtime, but the fans, dude, the fans in Oklahoma, the people in Oklahoma were so welcoming. So for that, we are grateful. Shout out to Night Nation. The Oklahoma fans were like, y'all travel oh, okay. deep. Say, okay, yeah, me. we rolled deep. They're like, we haven't seen this many opposing fans in years. So shout out to to Night Nation. UCF's not having the best year, but we still showed up and showed out in Oklahoma. Then they were very welcoming. Um, And then shout out to like, 
I got to see my boy Travis Howard. Shout out Travis, Travis grew up in Oklahoma City. He's now a top producer and a, a top branch manager down in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. But he, he is a season ticket holder, so I got to hang out with him at a tailgate. Our boy Heath Cribs. Shout out to Heath Cribs. He does Cribs. he does some private coaching with us. He he and his family are season are season ticket holders. Heath rolled by. Uh, did you came, run into him like randomly? Or no, no, did you, no, okay, no, no, no. We were texting. Okay, hey, I was man, about to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm in section 19. He's in section 32. Come over. For you would have lost your shit if someone said, was with, "Hey, Dio." Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we were, and then Todd Kitchens. I felt bad because Todd's in our coaching program as well. Mm-hmm. And Todd and I, dude, Todd was at a badass tailgate. Unfortunately. I want to get into the stadium early. I want to take in the full experience. Yeah. He's probably old school, like, yo, I'm going to tailgate until, like, the last minute. Then I'm going to come in right at kickoff. Waddle in. So uh, Todd and I missed each other, uh, but it wasn't due to lack of effort. So, you know, shout out to, to those folks. And then, you know, we got we got T-Loppers like Liz Padilla, oh. who she found out, oh, Dio, you were in town. I'm like, oh, I couldn't see everybody, Liz, so I'm <laughs> sorry. But I am talking to my boy, Carrick Draper. Carrick runs a large mortgage region in Tulsa. So we're hoping that December 13th, we're going to do a TLOP sales event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's like a Wednesday, December 13th. So go ahead and tentatively mark your calendars, our Oklahomans, and quite honestly, anyone who's close by, Missouri, Texas, uh, what else, Kansas, right? Nebraska. All, Nebraska, all in that general vicinity. Oh, I was right? Yeah, it's, oh, all, it's all in that general vicinity. Um, and then upcoming events that I think our TLOPers should be aware of, we have our next TLOP live sales training with moi. Mm. We're going to do it on Friday the 3rd. Typically, we do them every other Thursday, but there's another really big event that I'm going to be participating in on Thursday the 2nd that I want to talk about. Just know Friday the 3rd, and this is, by the way, of November 2023, Mm, (laughs) and Thursday the 16th, these are our next live sales trainings with me. That's exclusively for the members of TLOPonline.com. But on November 2nd, my friends are at the Mortgage Bankers Association of Florida. They are hosting a half-day LO Summit. And I'm going to be there moderating and emceeing the event. I'm going to moderate two panels. One panel is a panel where I'm going to interview top-producing realtors on what it is they look for in a realtor partner. The other panel is, is me moderating three top-producing LOs. What did they do to become a top producer? What did they do to stay on top of their game? Like, that's what I'm going to pick their brain. And then we're going to bring in our boy, Amir Syed. And Shout Amir's going to give a one-hour keynote. So if you're looking for a really great yeah. half-day mortgage event, it's not free. The NBA does use this to raise funds for their organization. But you can go to our website, tloponline.com. Whether you're a member or not, you can go to the website. Scroll down on the main page. You'll see where you're going to find us next. We'll have links to all of the events coming up. One of those events will be this event happening in Orlando, Florida on Thursday, November the 2nd. Thursday, November 2nd, live LO Summit put on by the Florida NBA. I'll be there moderating MCing. So will Amir. So will some top producing realtors. So will some top producing LOs. Then the next day, only for TLOP members, we're going to have our first of two monthly live sales trainings with me. The second one will be on November 16th. Hell yeah. And then shout out to Mark Holmes on our team. Never heard of him. Yeah, right? Mark, the big dude, we call him, the deacon. Mark's been working really hard behind the scenes to develop two training modules. One training module is going to help newly licensed loan originators learn how to create and land the career opportunity they desire. Mm. Right? It's a common question we get from 
our our biggest fan base and, and, and the bulk of our listeners. So we decided, hey, let's go ahead and create a training module. And we can sell that a la carte. Or if you become a member of tlopponline.com, you'll have access to it as a part of your membership. Duh. And then something else we're doing a lot of, and it keeps on coming up as requests, is we have our LO starter kit. Mm, it's mm. basically like do this in your first six months to guarantee success. Yeah. And again, if you're a member of tlopponline.com, this is afforded to you. But if you don't want to become a member, that's fine. We're going to have an opportunity to sell that a la carte. That way you don't have to maybe necessarily join the community. Don't know why you wouldn't, Duh. but you don't have to. Right. Um, so shout out to Mark because he's been working really hard behind the scenes, and that was my opportunity to tease what is coming up. Good for you. All right. So in 15 minutes or less, John, okay, we're going to jump into, hey, this is what we should expect as mortgage and real estate professionals, as home buyers, as potential home sellers. What is the next really 13, 14 months going to give us? Mm -hmm. And then what is that going to lead into in years like 2025? And your words, not mine, a bloodbath is coming. And then after that, green pastures for all that are still standing. Yeah, basically. You want to go ahead and stop the episode now? <laughs> I can start my call a lot earlier. <laughs> yes. Yes. At the end of the day, I'm calling this the great reset. Right? This is the great reset. The last time we had a great reset was in 2007, 8, 9. And then it led us to years like 10, 11, 12, which then led us into years like 14 through, through 16. And then we got awesome years like 20 and 21. Right? But the great reset. I remember the guy's name. The guy's name is Jeffrey Sachs. He's uh, been a mortgage loan originator for probably 25, 30 years in the Florida market. And I remember Jeffrey Sachs telling a young loan officer named Dustin Owen that the best thing that was going to happen to our market was 2008. Those were his words. Now, it wasn't fun living through eight, getting through nine, and then starting to rebuild in 10. But Jeffrey couldn't have been more right. There's been many things he said that I'm sure I was like, dude, you were dead wrong. Mm -hmm. But this was one thing he said that, that he was dead right. I'm viewing these next, well, what, what we've gone through the past 12 months, and then the next really three months, if not six months, as a great reset. So you use the word bloodbath because you heard me use the word bloodbath, and that may be a little bit extreme. But yes, like at the end of the day, here's what's going to happen. Rates aren't going anywhere fast. Like They're not going down anytime soon. So just get used to it. Seven, seven and a half, eight percent rates. Yep, that's today's norm. Ultimately, we will start getting into economic conditions that allow rates to come down, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Guess what else is not coming down, y'all? Home prices. Home prices are not coming down collectively. I'm not going to talk about outlying markets or, well, this one neighborhood, this one town. Like, yes, there's always going to be outliers. But I just read an article by Goldman Sachs that literally says Goldman Sachs expects expects the average home price to be 1.5% higher this time next year. Damn. Yeah. So in some markets, that could be 4 to 5% higher. Yes, in some markets, that could be 2 to 3% lower. But ultimately, across the board, 1.5% higher. I believe home prices, on average, have appreciated by well over 4% in 2023. So rates aren't going down, but home prices aren't, aren't, aren't going down either. So what we have is what we have. We need to embrace it. If you're ready to buy a home, you buy a home. You maybe deploy strategies and tactics that make homeownership more affordable, whether it's leveraging down payment assistance or 100% financing options, or maybe it's utilizing some kind of a seller-assisted 2-1 buy-down that temporarily lowers your interest rate so that you have a lower interest rate to get you through the next 12 or 24 months, and then you can refinance into a lower rate once economic conditions allow that to happen. It is still predicted and projected that 
20% of the mortgage workforce will not be around in the same capacity that they are in by year's end, maybe by middle of Q1 if, if it takes a little bit longer. That's the bloodbath you're talking about. Look, it just happens. It's a cleansing. Like in order for a, a forest to continue to flourish, it needs a great forest fire. It just does. Our industry has its own bit of a forest fire that is that is happening. It is sad for the 20% that are impacted. I do believe the strong will survive. I do believe those that adapt will survive. Those that embrace technology, those that accept the great reset, like they will be better off because of it. Think about this. If we're gonna see 20% of our industry fade away into the black of the night, Okay, what does that mean? It means they're going to lose their jobs, unfortunately. They're not going to be around, whether they're entire companies, entire departments, or they're just one-off originators across 100 different mortgage companies. They won't be around by the time we get to the spring home buying season. But the NBA is projecting and predicting there's going to be more mortgage volume in 2024 than there was in 2023. Woohoo! we should celebrate that. More mortgage volume? And then if you think about more mortgage volume in 2024 than 2023, and we have less people starting off 2024 than we did in 2023 chasing that mortgage volume. That's where we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to like that Goldilocks mm -hmm. where it was just right, the right balance of there's enough people chasing the right amount of business instead of there in 2020 and 2021, there weren't enough people chasing way too much business. In 2022 and 2023, way too little business and way too many people chasing it. We're on our way to get to Goldilocks, but those that get there are going to be those that realize y'all got to work four times harder to make the same money. You got to work twice as harder to make less money. Like this is where the strong survive. This is why I think this is a great opportunity for someone to get into the business or for someone to start their own business because it's going to force you to get very comfortable with working hard and seeing marginal results so that when economic conditions do improve, you're already used to working really hard. Mm. Now, what you're gonna see is all of those hard work and those systems and process that you had to build, or you had to build, you built them, you had to build them. But those systems and processes are gonna be why you are able to absolutely reap the rewards. You, I look at myself, if you look at me three years ago, bro, there was no way I was getting out of bed before seven o'clock, ever. I just didn't do that. Today, I wake up most mornings between 4.15 and 4.30 in the morning, right? That wasn't an overnight, that that was something that I consciously made an effort to do, and it became part of my daily routine and my daily habit. Today, I can wake up at 6.30 every single morning and never set an alarm. Why? Because I'm accustomed to getting up at 4.15 or 4.30, whereas just three years ago, there was no way that I'd be willing to get up at 7. Take very, those very small, minor changes. That's what this industry is forcing us to do. Those people who are willing to wake up an extra hour early, work an extra hour late, mm -hmm. build out systems and processes, stay positive, continue on their, on their networking activities, those are the people that are going to be able to survive and eventually thrive. Um, it is predicted, coming out of the NBA, Marina Walsh, shout out to Marina Walsh over at the NBA. She is a phenomenal professional, a, amazing human being. I had the honor to sit next to her judging the NBA's future leaders program this year and shout out that entire class of future leaders because y'all kicked butt like it was so awesome 
to be a part of that. I'm very grateful. I hope they ask me to come back. But anyhow, Marina Walsh presented on Sunday opening ceremonies like, hey, y'all, this is what we should expect. This is what we're, we're, we're hearing and seeing. And you got to think, they don't just make this up. Like they survey hundreds of mortgage companies. They talk to their CEOs. They talk to their VPs of sales. Um, 25% of mortgage lenders are projected to be profitable in 2024. Hold on. That's less than 50%. Yes. That's one in four, John. One in four are going to make money. That's also a great reset. Y'all companies can't, whatever business model they've been following, that's what I'm saying. They cannot continue that. So things are going to change. Like, Things are going to change the way we process, the way we underwrite, the way that we compensate, the way that, that, that we handle our QC, our QA, LO compensation, programs, products, pricing strategies. Across the board, there is a great reset. The great reset isn't strictly in headcount, right? That's the easiest thing to see. You can quantify and, quanti- and qualify mm-hmm. that. But when I say great reset, it's everything has to change. Not overnight. And it doesn't have to be drastic. Right. If we can make some tweaks in each department and there's there's eight to 18 departments in every mortgage company out there, then we have a great reset. By the way, the real estate community, they're going to go through their own great reset. I don't know if you all are following these lawsuits right now as it pertains to NAR and the NMLS and Keller Williams. And I know Remax just settled, but there is massive lawsuits currently in court being litigated where it could totally upend realtor compensation. How do buyers engage with a realtor? How are buyers represented? How are sellers represented? How do sellers engage? And then when you're in the mortgage industry and your number one client is the real estate community, because that's who you serve, you serve the real estate community plus their their clients who are buyers. Buyers need mortgages. Like we need to be following that. There's a great reset going on right there. And then you have the advancements in technology and you have VC and hedge funds trying to enter the space. Look, we can't only control our attitude and our effort. So that's what I'm going to be focused on. Hey, am I keeping a good attitude? Am I putting forth great effort? But I need to be cognizant of what's going on around me so that I'm nimble, so I'm able to adapt. But most importantly, I'm able to look for opportunities. There's opportunities galore if we look for them. But in order for us to be opportunistic, I think we have to have a positive mindset. We have to understand there's things we can control, the things that we can't control. We'll focus on the things that we can control and we'll do them with great effort while staying positive. But overall, what are we looking for? If I try to to summarize this, 24 will be better than 23, but not drastically. Rates will come down, but no time soon. Home prices are not coming down. So if you are a home buyer and you are in that buying mode of your life, right? Life events create home buying opportunities, graduating from college, moving uh, to new, a new city for a new job, divorce, addition of, of family members, subtraction of family members, right? Like as parents age and their children move out of the house, they need a smaller house, so they'll downsize. As more people get married and they start a family, their current house might not be the best house for them. They need to, they need to upgrade, right? As those life events happen, there is no time in the market. You're either ready to buy a house or you're not ready to buy a house. You buy a house because according to Goldman Sachs, home prices – in, in totality, across the board, aren't going down, so we go ahead and buy. But if you're a mortgage or a real estate professional or you're in an industry that supports this industry, which I think like one in five industries supports housing, 
So think about that. Twenty percent. There's another twenty percent for you, John. One one in five are are, are in an industry that, that support housing, if not greater. Then y'all just need to understand what's going on and and be ready for the change. Recognize it. Look for your opportunities. Work really hard. Keep a great attitude, and know that when we get to 2025, those that that survive, those that kicked ass and took names, starting today all the way through New Year's Eve of 2024. Y'all, it's going to be Goldilocks. It's going to be rainbows and unicorns. Gangbusters, blow all your money, spend it, spend, spend, spend. No, no, no. no. But this very well, 2025 is going to be the opportunity that that person who's been behind on their retirement savings can get caught back up. That person who never felt like they could take a real vacation can afford a real vacation. That person who never dreamt that they'd have a college savings plan for their child can actually fund a college savings fund for their child if they work their rears off, especially our sales folks. Because our sales folks, right, they don't have a cap on their income. Like operational support staff, there's definitely a cap on their income. For some of those people, they're working their tails off for job preservation. They're working their tails off for a promotion down down the line. They're working their tails off so that when a company has to cut their bottom 20%, that they're not in the bottom 20%. But our sales folks, whether you're in real estate, you're in title, you're in settlement services, you're in in some kind of a technology vendor that supports these industries, or you're a mortgage loan originator. Yeah, you are setting the tone, you are creating the habits, you're putting together the systems, the processes, so that when 25 comes, it's life-changing for you, that you did not waste your opportunity. As Eminem says, you didn't waste your one shot. So on that note, John, that is what we are projecting and hypothesizing for 2024. Understand that our, although life and business never has a true finish line with the exception of death, that is the ultimate finish line. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it is a journey, right? But we are hacking our way through the forest to create a path. That path is going to lead us into a much more soft, comfortable euphoric place and that year and that place is called 2025 well said dustin cool hey y'all if we you like what we're doing do us a favor do not keep us a secret okay this may be all the time we have for you today but we do all we do plan on doing this episode these episodes twice a week every week until it no longer becomes fun in perpetuity or you no longer start uh you no longer tune in (laughs) so do us a favor we want to keep doing this share us not with one person not with two but with three if you are a mortgage loan originator, you got to come check us out over at tloponline.com. If you don't, you're missing out on opportunities for career advancement, for professional betterment, for coaching, for training, for marketing ideas, for a community that is all trying to do what you're trying to do, which is not only succeed and survive, but to also thrive. His name is John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you today. But we do look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>